Have you ever wondered why anxiety seems to have such a profound impact on our well-being? Why do these persistent worries and fears not only affect our minds, but they take a toll on our bodies? Well, the answer lies within the intricate connection between anxiety and inflammation. Anxiety disorders are more prevalent than ever, affecting millions of people worldwide. In fact, according to the World Health Organization, approximately 275 million people suffer from anxiety disorders, making it one of the most common mental health conditions. But what if I told you that anxiety, beyond its mental toll, can trigger a physiological response known as inflammation, which in turn makes anxiety symptoms even worse. This compelling link between anxiety and inflammation sheds light on the complex interplay between our mind and body. Hey, it's Susan, and this is the Meditative Shift Podcast, where we attend to optimizing mind-body balance. In today's episode, we'll delve into the fascinating relationship of the anxiety and inflammation cycle. And anyone that has experienced being in a state of constant worry or rumination are aware that their breathing changes, their heart rate begins to increase, you know, our heart feels like it's racing, placing the mind and body in high alert. That's anxiety. And that's a health condition that affects millions of people worldwide. Now, I hesitate to say it's a mental condition because any imbalance in the mind causes a direct reflection on the body. Nothing happens in your mind that does not leave an imprint on your body and brain for that matter. So someone that has anxiety or diabetes or heart disease all have mind-body imbalance. Wouldn't you agree? So I'm going to define anxiety as a health condition. It's when our mind and body are out of balance. And were you aware that anxiety can actually impact inflammation levels in your body, which I've been alluding to? And I discovered it within myself. You know, too much worry or anger causes maybe a tooth, a gum flare up, or a back to get stiff. Some people have shoulder problems, neck problems. All of these changes are mind-body related. So although anxiety and inflammation are two distinct health issues, that have been gathering significant attention in recent years, these seemingly unrelated conditions are actually sharing a deeper connection. Researchers have discovered that anxiety can affect inflammation levels in the body and in turn, inflammation can exasperate our anxiety symptoms. Again, anxiety is characterized by persistent worry and fear. When we experience anxiety, our body's stress response system kicks into action, releasing stress hormones like cortisol. And these hormones are essential for short-term survival situations. However, chronic anxiety can lead to prolonged exposure to stress hormones, which can increase inflammation in the body. So what is inflammation exactly? Inflammation is defined as a biological response to harmful stimuli, such as injuries or infections. But I'd like to add to include stimuli for the mind, like perceived threats. In other words, we can get an inflamed mind through its thoughts and impressions and its memories. While inflammation is a necessary defense mechanism, 
chronic inflammation can have detrimental effects on our physical and mental well-being. That's when we get into that habit of constant worry or constant eating the wrong foods. We get into these deep grooved habits that cause chronic inflammation. Studies have shown that this chronic inflammation is linked to various health issues, which I was talking about, including mental health disorders like depression and anxiety. Not surprising, right? But it's not just anxiety that's affecting inflammation. Inflammation can also contribute to anxiety symptoms. How does that happen? Well, chronic inflammation triggers immune responses that release inflammatory molecules called cytokines. These cytokines can cross the blood-brain barrier and impact brain function, right? The brain is the body, okay? So when I talk about brain, I'm really referring to the physical matter, which is our body. Elevated levels of cytokines can disrupt the balance of neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, and GABA, which are essential for regulating mood and anxiety levels. Even going further, those detrimental effects of chronic inflammation extend beyond the physical realm, potentially impacting critical brain structures involved in emotional regulation. Among these structures are the amygdala and prefrontal cortex. They play a pivotal role in modulating anxiety-related responses. In fact, our amygdala, which the name comes from, it's an almond-shaped structure deep within the brain, and that's responsible for processing our emotions, particularly fear and anxiety. In the presence of chronic inflammation, the amygdala may become hyperactive, heightening an individual's sensitivity to stressors and triggering an exaggerated anxiety response. This heightened reactivity can manifest as increased feelings of worry, unease, and a heightened perception of threat in everyday situations. You see, it's going to cause that imbalance in the mind-body. The prefrontal cortex is a region involved in higher cognitive functions and emotional regulation. And as I mentioned, that may also be affected by chronic inflammation. This disruption can impair the prefrontal cortex's ability to regulate emotional responses and actually dampen excessive anxiety. But consequently, individuals may experience the difficulties in actually effectively coping with stressors, leading to a vicious cycle of heightened anxiety and compromised emotional well-being. Research actually suggests that chronic inflammation can induce structural and functional alterations in these brain regions that I was just mentioning, the amygdala and prefrontal cortex, which may contribute, again, to an increased susceptibility to anxiety. Understanding the impact of chronic inflammation on these key brain structures offers really a valuable insight into the complex interplay between the immune system and mental health. By acknowledging the role in anxiety disorders, we can strive really to develop targeted interventions that address both the physical and psychological aspects of this condition. So it's worth noting that while chronic inflammation may contribute to an increased vulnerability to anxiety, it's not the sole factor involved. Other biological, genetic, and environmental factors also play significant roles in shaping an individual's susceptibility to anxiety uh, feelings or disorders, however you want to define it. Just take a look at the viruses, or perhaps more specifically, the COVID-19 virus. 
it not only triggers anxiety due to the pandemic circumstances, right, our perceived threats, but the virus itself and the resulting immune response can contribute to inflammation and potentially exasperate the anxiety symptoms. So anxiety rose from both ends and still continues to persist. I work with clients working on restoring their gut microbiome. Once you restore that, the anxiety lessens or even goes away for that matter. Further research endeavors will continue to unravel the intricate connections between inflammation, brain function, and emotional regulation. And that'll pave the way for, you know, more innovative, I like to say, holistic therapeutic approaches and a better understanding of mental well-being. So let's turn to how we can break this cycle and manage both anxiety and inflammation. And here are a few strategies to consider I had put together. Incorporating, and I'm going to be very loose with this word, stress management techniques, put that into your daily routine. And that's really a crucial step in managing anxiety and reducing inflammation. And many of the listeners out there who've worked with me know that I incorporate meditation and its practices, but in a very mild way so that you can reduce your anxiety. And as I say, practices such as meditation, breathing practices, just learning how to breathe diaphragmatically. I teach people who don't want to meditate just to learn breathe and breathe diaphragmatically. Their anxiety is almost disappearing. Yoga also, a lot of people like to go to yoga classes and mindfulness practices. They've all been shown to regulate the body's stress response, leading to reduction in anxiety and subsequent inflammation. Regular exercise is another essential component of anxiety and inflammation management. Actually engaging in physical activity not only helps lower anxiety levels, but also has anti-inflammatory effects. Because exercise promotes the release of endorphins, known as the feel-good hormones, and that boosts mood and contributes to a healthier response when we have an inflammatory response in the body. Also can't leave out diet, diet and using certain nutrients. But again, when you use diet and certain nutrients, you need to have a real healthy microbiome, a gut microbiome. But they play, both diet and nutrients, play a significant role in managing anxiety and inflammation. So when we develop a balanced eating plan, you know, with whole foods, fruits, vegetables, omega-3 fatty acids, that could prove to be very positive. And they have been associated actually with lower inflammation levels and optimal brain function. And also foods that are rich in antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties. Berries, leafy greens, fatty fish for those that eat fish. That also aids in reducing inflammation. While adopting these lifestyle changes, it can be beneficial. We know that it's essential to really acknowledge though the value of working with a professional if anxiety symptoms do persist or worsen worsen i like to say a holistic mental health professional can provide therapy medication or a combination of both to really effectively address anxiety disorders again if we're going in that direction i felt that there was a need for me to clarify that because they do offer valuable support, guidance, and personalized treatment strategies to help manage anxiety and inflammation effectively. What I gave you today can work in conjunction with that. There's no one way or another. It's just to work together in a synergistic fashion. 
Just remember, by actively managing the anxiety and inflammation together, you can break the cycle and improve your overall well-being. Embracing stress management techniques I mentioned, engaging in regular exercise, making skillful dietary choices. That You have to be skillful, not listen to so much of what's out there, the next fad, but really being skillful from a real biochemical place and using nutrients skillfully. And of course, we can't leave this out. Seeking professional assistance when needed are all vital steps towards achieving a balanced and healthy life. So in conclusion, again, incorporating stress management techniques, regular exercise, um, mindful dietary choices, for lack of a better word, and seeking professional help when needed really form that holistic, comprehensive approach that I talk about in managing anxiety and reducing inflammation. And by embracing these strategies, you can take proactive steps towards improving your overall well-being and really creating mind-body balance. Remember, everyone's journey is unique, and it may take time to find the combination of strategies that work best for you. Be patient and kind to yourself as you navigate this process. Small, consistent changes in lifestyle can have a significant impact on anxiety levels and inflammation over time. By prioritizing your inner self-care, adopting healthy habits, and seeking appropriate support, you're actually empowering yourself to break free from the cycle of anxiety and inflammation. Embrace the journey towards holistic well-being, and you may find peace, balance, and resilience along the way. You have the power to shape your own well-being. Embrace the opportunity for a meditative shift towards a healthier, more balanced life. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And thank you for tuning in to the Meditative Shift Podcast. To stay updated and receive new episodes automatically, you could find the podcast on your popular platforms like iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. And you can visit susantaylor.org and click on the connect button for additional resources and information. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, The Meditative Shift, where you can subscribe and receive notifications for any new content. Feel free to contact me at susantaylor.org with any questions, comments, or feedback. We'll be featuring the questions and comments from our audience on the YouTube channel. We're going to be moving everything over there in the near future, as I mentioned. So make sure you subscribe to The Meditative Shift on YouTube to stay connected. And lastly, if you find value in this podcast, please consider sharing it with others. Your support and sharing helps us grow and support the community. And thanks again for listening. And as I always say, until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.